backing up to that time frame in October, coming from another young tech company where we worked with pretty affluent people and in an industry that was kind of outdated, I was super pumped to move into Vessel Vanguard. It was a similar type product in the tech world, Mm -hmm. SaaS model, appealing to the exact same audience. I mean, if you can afford a yacht, most likely, especially in the Florida market, you have a membership, whether it's at a yacht club or a country club, you're talking with the same type of people. It's throwing away hundreds of thousands of dollars for enjoyment. <laughs> so it's pretty wild. It is. It's amazing. And when you're in that world, it is just another expense really out the window. But hey, they can do it. So they have fun with it. But yeah. I was super pumped for Vessel Vanguard. I was like, okay, this is a great piece of technology, same customer base, very comfortable. Um, really didn't know the vision of the company coming in as someone new. Uh, our boss kind of explained, hey, we're, we're weeding out the crowd here internally, and we're going to start fresh. I was like, oh, shoot, what am I getting into? Yeah, it was kind of like dwindling down. So it was interesting to see everything change and i didn't i didn't know what was going to happen with it until like i don't know a week before i joined right i didn't think that i was gonna i don't know i didn't think i was gonna even be part of it i didn't want to be part of it yeah and i was getting to that point but there was kind of rumors of our new software update and mentions of kind of the vision of the company and uh, leading up to when you started is when I really started like buying in. I was like, okay, you know, I think I made the right move. Um, believe in the product and see where it's going. I'm seeing sales results. I see the interest in people, the value proposition behind it. And ever since, uh, when did you start? Like March, May, April? Yeah, I started in, yeah, end of March. Uh, I'd say probably a month before that is when it all clicked. And I was like, we're going to kill it. Well, dude, that was that was kind of like the turning point for me. Is I I didn't think much of it. I was running the podcast company. Like it was me, Ty. We were doing that. I was trying to make that work. And then I hit a point where I was like, all right, I have to go look for a job. I got to f- find something. I got to go sell something. So I started looking around. And then it was like a conversation, probably like a month before I started, mm-hmm. that you and I were talking. And I was like, I kind of asked you that same question of like, all right, what do you see? is happening here what do you think is gonna happen is this thing just gonna go away or is this gonna like grow and you're like actually i think that this is totally underserved market like all the people we talk to that use it they actually like it Mm -hmm. they actually use it like they're enjoying it they're thankful that there's a system like this and here's what's happening in terms of people coming in the door what we're selling Mm -hmm. like even at that point there, you're still getting a couple of leads each week when there was no marketing, there was no anything. Yeah. It was we didn't even rank on Google. It was <laughs> kind of amazing. Like, like Ty, you saw when I was running my thing. Like, it, it wasn't just leads that showed up. Yeah. Like everything was calling people nonstop. Ty remembers all the cold yeah. calling lists that I built and everything. And you're just constantly working, and then here it was like people are constantly reaching out. Like. Hey, dude, uh, let me do a demo of the system. Hey, let me see this. Let me do this. Exactly. And um, that kind of changed my mind when you st- when you first showed me that because you so- we sat there for probably like two hours, I think. I remember you were about to walk out, or there was a it was like pretty early in the morning before uh, Rick even came in. You were like, 
walking out of the room, you were talking about trying to produce sales for the podcast. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm interviewing with some people. And I was just like, dude, why don't you just sell Vessel Vanguard with us? And you got kind of, I remember you looked at me and you're just like, oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, then, yeah, then, I don't know. And a month later, I just get a text like, hey, Chris is on the team. I'm like, okay, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it was, that got me, it got me fired up about yeah. it because I didn't, I didn't see it. And part of it too is like, I didn't want to see it. I sold for Flight Docs. They sold the company mm -hmm. and I wanted to do my own thing. And I didn't want to yeah. be a part of it at all. And I knew Greg was already part of it. And I was like, all right, cool. They're doing their thing. They're going to grow it. And then um, Greg moved on and did his own thing. And then after you and I talked, I put together, you're, you were saying something. And I was like, let me actually just go put together a list of like mm -hmm. yacht management companies. And it took two hours to do that. And in two hours, I saw a list of, I put together a list of 20 or 30 different companies and was yeah. like, holy shit, the opportunity <laughs> here is huge. And there's not anybody else really doing this. Right. There's and some small stuff, but not really the same thing. And this might sound silly, but what really sold me on it too was, it was a two part too, is, okay, you know, we have, not an influx of lead, but we have leads coming in with literally a team of three people. That's what it felt like. And it was just trying to keep up with building boats. So there was interest there. The word was spreading. There was obviously good reputation, but the one thing I learned in the past was this clientele. And when I first started, I was like, oh, it's just yacht owners, like these high wealth individuals, generally older crowd. Well, in the golf space, the technology we're trying to sell was kind of difficult because the interface didn't say what the product was right away. Mm -hmm. um, it was a great product. It is still a great technology service, but there's no like immediate, oh, I get it. <clears throat> this software, just someone that is on boats, own boats, is around boats, they look at instantly, you know what it is, and you can start connecting the dots to all the pain points without a, saying a single word. And I think that's where I was like, okay, so we have people coming in and just connecting the dots like, I show them the dashboard, they get it. They go online, they see one picture, oh, I get it. And from there, it's just, what more can we help you with? And I think that was the turning point. I was like, okay, this can be huge. And then you dive in, now we're talking to young yacht managers every single day. Honestly, our demographic has gone down by probably half the age because they're using the product and then the person buying it is ultimately the yacht owner, but they see the value in it from a business standpoint from a personal headache, from a cost perspective. Um, yeah, the dots just align really well in this industry and our product kind of fits right in to all of the headaches they incur every day. Yeah, and it's been cool that <clears throat> we're getting a lot of people coming in through Instagram. And oh, yeah, that's awesome. We're getting some of these younger captains who are running either entire fleets of boats or they're managing, like the one guy comes to mind, Ed with the yeah. Marlowe. Like, Guys that are, they're in the trenches, they know their shit, they're trying to do something, but they're dealing with the spreadsheets, they're dealing <laughs> with all this stuff. And it's like, it's a nightmare, dude. It seems like a literal nightmare. Oh, and yeah. I haven't seen too many people that do it like well with those tools in terms of the knowing what's going on. Like they run the boats well, they keep them maintained, all that stuff. But in terms of having any peace of mind, Without yeah. that, it seems like none of them 
none of these yacht managers <laughs> or captains have it unless they're doing something like they've built their own spreadsheets or using what we do. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't, I haven't seen that, but it's cool getting these younger guys that, like you said, when you show them the system, they're like, dude, this is fucking sick. I've yeah. never, I've never seen something like this. Like this is exactly what we need. And then they're telling other people, which is cool that the word of mouth factor oh, yeah. is, is this big because we're really just doing kind of basic stuff in terms of <clears throat> we have good software, but then we call people, we follow up, we do these trainings and we just help. So if somebody has a question, yep. like we actually answer it and stuff. Like it's not that groundbreaking. But you're hitting the nail on the head with it. It's They're talking to you and I. Yeah. We're personable. We're relatively local in most instances. There's no call center. I mean, our customers are our priority. We're there to help them. Like, we're not just trying to make a buck. We really are trying to make a difference and ease some headaches. And because of that, we get the referrals. Yeah. And yeah, the word of mouth just travels nicely. Well, people are, <clears throat> and plus people like text us, they'll call oh, us. Yeah. And it's not just like, uh, just an email and that's exactly. all that you get, which is cool. And I like that we've been able to bring that stuff back. Like we did that at Flight Docs a lot when we, when, we were still running it and it was very much a huge part of why we were successful. Like, yeah, the technology was better. Yeah, all of these things, but people have been using Camp, the other software for 10, 20. I mean, they started in like the 60s, I think, that company. So they obviously didn't have the software back then, yeah. but like they had been customers for a long time and it, that was the thing that made them move or made them stay, mm -hmm. you know? Like all, all the other things are critical and you got to do it, but I don't know. It's just, it's basic stuff. I think a lot of people aren't doing that anymore. Oh, yeah. So it's almost easy. Like it's not even hard to answer these emails or <laughs> well, answer these calls. It's everything we do. There's always a headache when it's, oh, I got to transfer the 200 bucks in my retirement fund account to this one. It's like, <laughs> do I want to sell the phone for six hours? So no. Nope. Okay. I'm just going to like go sell a piece of luggage out of my garage because it's been sitting there for a month and make up the difference. It's it's crazy and yeah, we're offering that level of service that people do care about. And what's neat, and this kind of touches back on what we were talking about, I don't want to say every boater, but a vast majority of boaters or people in the boating industry, they have started at a center console level or a small skiff level. And when you have a single outboard and like a bilge pump, really that's all you got to care about make sure the boat runs and don't let it sink it's always reactive maintenance it's always been that it will be that until you get into the 30 plus foot range mm -hmm. it's easy fixes you call the mechanic that lives down the street he does an oil change the boat works again great big whoop 100 bucks out the window as you get into this bigger class in center consoles but then into the motor yacht world you go from 10 things to 100 just like that yeah and I think our software plugs right into that. And a lot of these young guys and older guys get it. Uh, we talked to Fleming owners. Hey, this is a 55-foot boat, but the interior system-wise is equivalent to an 80-foot boat. And it's like, oh, my God. Yes, everything doesn't need to be checked every single day. That's how they're designed. That's good. But if they're not checked semi-annually or annually, that's going to lead to a bigger headache come 18 months down the road. Your pump's only going to last a year. You don't need to worry about it, just replace it. Yeah. Um, well, things dude, like I, that. I talked to a guy who's running uh, 
like a handful of uh, commercial fishing vessels mm-hmm. out in South Africa. And he's like, you know, we're talking about the pricing and everything. Just like, hey, does it make sense? And we ended up talking about this. And he's like, yeah, man, we had an issue that we found with the propeller and the whole system that was working within that. And he's like, we found the issue and we let it sit and run, ran it for two years <laughs> with that issue, knowing it was there, but not really knowing the full scope of it because we didn't inspect yeah. it. And he goes, the cost of repairing that was somewhere between 250 and $300,000 to repair that. And I was like, dude, if we cut that cost in half, we pay for the system until you and I retire. Cause yeah. he's like a young guy like us. Like, it's like, it covers it forever. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I think people are starting to get that now. Cause I asked him like, what's the most digital thing you do? He's like, WhatsApp. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thinking like just for communications, but maybe spreadsheets and things. And yeah. he's like, no, no, we track like, if we have an invoice or something, we just put it in WhatsApp and that's it. Like that's, but that's common. We saw that with the commercial guys here yeah. that we just visited and people keep it together, but it's kind of amazing how just thrown together the industry is. And they've found a way to scale doing that. Yeah. But as we talked to um, some of these job managers, they hit a breaking point. Um, their team can't grow. They want to grow and they don't know. They might have an idea why, but they're not totally assured until we show them the software. Then I've seen it all click. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is where I can take it to the next level because I have a tool like this. These demos are cool. Oh, yeah, they're fun. We get to see every just realm and kind of avenue, the yacht management side, the owner side. It's been a really neat experience. But the reactions that we get are actually, <laughs> it's very cool to have those reactions because I've sold plenty of things and – I have not really gotten the reactions like we get in this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like, oh my God, this is like <laughs> the exact thing that we were looking for, which is cool because when you get into this stuff and you're working your ass off and you're selling and you're connecting mm-hmm. with people, kind of one of the things that sucked about the podcast business and doing it was you would present these things and so many times the reaction was like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was kind of it. And then, you know, sometimes people buy or it takes a long time. With this, people see it. And, mm-hmm. like, we're on these Zoom calls and you <laughs> literally see their, like, whoa. Like, yeah. are you – so, no, it probably doesn't keep track of this. And it's like, yeah, it's right here. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> no <laughs> way. This is sick. We're even lucky enough. Like, we were just over in Fort Lauderdale on a 120-foot boat. We've had the engineer of that boat set up for some time now. He's super active. Well, the manufacturer of the boat, it's like, hey, I've been getting on Adrian's butt to get everything updated. Like, I'm just making sure he does. I'm like, Mike, he's doing it all. And now Mike's like, whoa. Yeah. I can see all that. I'm like, yeah, dude, like you have the login. I'm glad I was able to finally show you what it looks like. He's like, oh, everything's there. He's like, let's get the next boat on. Let's do this. Let's do that. Full transparency, understand what's going on, protecting the brand and yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> the reactions are priceless, honestly. Well, and it's I'm glad we're getting these reactions because as we go into each different section of the market and talk mm-hmm. to these different companies and different, 
yacht managers, manufacturers, commercial operations, ferry operations, all these different people. Like as we just keep putting this stuff out there and we mm-hmm. get more and more conversations, meetings booked, and we show people like how this is actually working, the like you saw it with the conversation with the that we had with the manufacturer two days ago and then the follow-up yesterday was perfect. We love this and actually here's a problem we've been trying to solve for both of them said it. The whole time that they've been a company was we have a tough time staying ahead of the service and knowing what our customers are, are doing and being able to better support them mm-hmm. and offer this information. And they're looking at this like, okay, this is the solution. Right. We got it. A lot of these guys, both of them said it. Like we had guys in the past, they ran it. Older guys, mm-hmm. not in love with technology and if you're a 60 year old dude and you've been doing this forever, if you look at the technology that was available before this, I can understand why you wouldn't be in love with the technology. It's really clunky, really cumbersome, mm-hmm. and ends up, these guys don't care about technology. It's not for that. This is supposed to be a tool to help them. This is supposed to speed up their process, <laughs> not be like a literal anchor on them. So it's been cool to introduce that to these different groups. And then they go like, oh, there's a young person here and to them young might even be 40, but like, it's like, Hey, there's a younger person here that knows how to use computers. And you mean to tell me they can have all this information on the website or on the phone. And then they can just share that with the customer and they know what's going on. Yeah. It's like their mind is blown. And from a service center side, it's it, they almost get double the benefit because the customer's using the exact same software, but in a different manner. It's the mm-hmm. keep the boat running while they're on it and staying ahead of maintenance. The service center gets that information from a warranty side and then a planning side, but then they can use the software to order parts, mm-hmm. really look ahead, hey, what can we provide this customer to ensure they come back to us, they sell the boat with us, they buy a bigger boat with us. They get to reap all the benefits of the software plus utilize tools within the software to better their business. This episode brought to you by Vessel Vanguard. <laughs> no, but like, no, it is kind of becoming like an ad for it, but but it is, it is cool that people yeah. are responding to it like this because, I don't know, I like selling shit that people actually need and that actually helps them. Yeah. Because that's a big, that's a big thing that I've had in my, like career of all the different things that I've sold is it is really hard for me to sell things that I don't actually right. believe in or that like you can consciously see are not helping people. <laughs> and I don't know, dude, it's just cool to get these different texts and all this stuff. And then you you can see the validation in the referrals and mm-hmm. like Stephanie's getting pictures of these guys on trips going up the Pacific Northwest. It's like, that's awesome. Yeah. People are sharing like their parts of their lives with us. (laughs) Like these trawler guys, when they go out, like it's usually an older couple. Sometimes they have Mm -hmm. kids, usually our age. And they'll like those, they've worked their ass off for their whole life. They have this, like this is something they want to do forever. And they're going from Washington to Alaska and it's like a cool journey and it means a lot to them. And they're taking pictures and they're like emailing it to us and stuff. It's it is it's nice that we're at that spot because I don't know. It shows me that we're doing something mm-hmm. right. As exactly. opposed to 
you know, the other video that just went out on LinkedIn. <laughs> yep. um, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, just completely missing the mark. <laughs> We're standing our ground and pushing forward what we yeah. do. I think well, we have a, a good little, team. A little inside baseball there for everybody listening. So don't dig too far into that. If you know what we're talking about, you know what we're talking about. But yeah, yeah I don't I don't want to end up in that spot so disconnected from customers and all that stuff. Well what man, like it all starts with like believing in the company. And when I was at FGC, I did the entrepreneurship program because you know, I wanted to start my own business, go that route. Having the opportunity to work with Golf Life Navigators out of the gate, which not my business, but heavily rooted in it believe in the product small team everyone's invested the same amount you're picking up slack here you know what's going on there that type of thing this company related right to that you feel like you're a part of it mm -hmm. we are a part of it i mean without us there's really nothing like <laughs> yeah. our small team matters and everyone's even time matters <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> thank god he's here dude actually yeah without him we we wouldn't have leads so. i know Ty, I don't know if you know this, but you are playing a critical role in us getting leads by the videos that you put. Do I genuinely think that? I do. It's not a it's not a genuinely, oh, do I think that? It's that is a fucking fact. <laughs> like I, I don't know if you know this, but we put out some of those initial videos that you recorded and after we started doing this, we got we started actually getting leads from Instagram and we sold for sure can tie thousands of dollars to a couple deals from Instagram. Seriously? Yeah. Yes, like okay. right away. And then also those have led to other referrals, which which are in the tens of thousands of dollars of leads. And they're very good leads. These are the, the people we're talking about that are referrals, all that stuff. So yeah, this is, this is what we're saying <laughs> is like, literally what you're doing actually has an impact. Like that, it leads to real dollars. And that's the benefit of a small, tight-knit company. Yeah. Everyone plays a key part. You can identify, you know, some strengths and what you can take advantage, not take advantage of Ty, but use- We're going to take advantage <laughs> of <it>. Use his <laughs> skill set. And these fucking videos, Ty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get them out now. <laughs> but utilize it and it's fun. We're all laughing every day, enjoying life. Yeah, it did. I don't feel like I'm stuck in a cubicle. Dude, yeah, exactly. And that, it is cool that we get we get to do this stuff cuz like like we got to go out a month ago, we got to film on a yacht. Mm -hmm. You and I went over to Fort Lauderdale, we got to film on a yacht. Oh yeah. Looks like if everything shapes up next week, we'll be back in Fort Lauderdale on a different yacht filming. Yep. And and we're also getting to meet people with a ton of like expertise, like real industry experts that have been doing this for a lot of these people 30 years yeah and we're getting like real feedback and all this kind of stuff but it is cool that we that's one thing that i had a tough time with running my own business with is like it was me and ty and you were handling like the like the editing and all the groundwork but in terms of like what you and i are doing from the business perspective of both selling, both mm -hmm. kind of helping with operations. You're doing a lot more operation stuff than I am, but like moving the ball forward. Hey, I heard about this organization, like look into it and I'll check it out. Like we should sign up for that. Or, hey, here's this guy, send him a message 
and he got back to me and then can you join me on this demo like mm -hmm. all these things like you me stephanie stephanie's huge right now with huge. the outreach of old customers hey let's get you re-engaged how can we help i'm here in place to be that person for you yeah oh you know i sold my boat but here's the new owner my friend has a boat and i think he would actually benefit from this yeah it all it's all part of it well and we're in the thick of it and so now rhiannon's joining oh, yeah. and in the first like two days she's already in it she's understanding yeah. everything that's going on like i'm excited where that's gonna go because she, i think she'll bring she was a i don't it can't even explain <laughs> it at flight docs like how hard it is to sell that software as it was and the fact that she was selling like hundreds of thousands of dollars every month so yeah. she's like the real deal in terms of that and i'm i'm pumped because everything that we've been stirring up with the marketing with all these calls and everything like bringing her in to fucking throw gas on the little fire that yeah. we have is gonna be exactly. huge and then we got patrick and christian putting together like the app and this phone app like dude you see when we show like the phone app to people at these shows like yo what what is this like all right let yeah. me see it like can i sign up it's like well we're beta testing it soon so here to like you get that response and it is cool because one so going back to my point the one of the hardest things of running my own business was plus i'm fucking scatterbrained is that you are alone in that i didn't have somebody to bounce like that kind of idea off mm -hmm. of like i'd go to ty and i'd be like hey dude what do you think i should do about like this business approach and you're like yo i'm really busy editing these <laughs> videos like i have to focus on this like i can't I can't spend two hours and like plan this stuff out or go do these sales things mm -hmm. like i gotta do this stuff and it was hard because when you're alone like that if you're off any of those days like if you're not 100 on then you're off and like with this dynamic it's like some days if i'm off you'll be on some days if you're off i'll be mm -hmm. on and then that makes the days where both of us are off and like not on our game like i don't know five percent three percent of yeah, the time instead rare. of 25 to 50 percent of the time like where the force is still moving you know and i think we both realize those moments and we agree on a lot of the same things we both give great insight like hey here's a suggestion no i don't think we should do that but the overall concept and the end goal is the same between us <laughs> yeah and you've realized how fucking stupid you are so it's been like exactly it's been very revelations for i'm just trying to boost your ego that's all i'm trying to do <laughs> <laughs> no but it is cool that we get to like bounce that off because right. we've we're, we've been plugging in to like each conversation goes differently and where we kind of fit in it's cool like that mm -hmm. we we can plug in because a lot of times we think it's going to go a certain way and it actually goes the exact opposite <laughs> where we're much. like pre-gaming like a call or something and it's like all right well i'm like you just got to tell them this this and this and then i'll tell them this this and this <laughs> and then you start the call off and you're saying this this and this and then i like finish the call off with what what we were talking like that your yep. role was going to be and it's fine and it just keeps moving so I, like i'm excited about the momentum of it i didn't i didn't have that with the last thing and uh part of that too it does create like an anxiety of like what the fuck am i doing like what am i doing with my time yeah like why why am i here
And I don't feel that way with this. I'm like right. excited to go do some of this stuff. I'm excited for every demo. And it's actually been cool. All the demos I've been on, like being sold something, I'm just like, wow, there are two freaking people on this demo right now, like trying to sell me on the same thing. But when we do our demos, I could be so far off, but I feel like our customers actually enjoy having two faces there because yeah. we are balancing like different ideas off each other and we're working with the person they're building that relationship with both of us. I think we come off personal, but yeah, it seems like they enjoy and they're like, oh, okay, Tyler's kind of focused on, you know, the work order management and Chris is helping me on like user management side and they're like, oh, great, I got two perspectives. Like they see how I can use it in both businesses. And even when we go to these boat shows, it's, okay, I'm kind of showing the software, you're listening to everything they have to say, so then you can attack with questions and then I can sit back and listen and we just keep yeah. feeding off each other like that. I think it's worked really well. Well, and it's cool because it, we can actually kind of solve things for people versus like just a sales pitch. Exactly. Because that's one of, that was actually one of the things I learned from this company called Closed Loop. They do sales trainings mm -hmm. and things like that. And that's where the, the demo piece came from of just show at high level and then kind of ask people how they would use it because they'll start to tell you how they would use it in like from their perspective right because right. if i go in and tell somebody here's how you're going to use it like we have customers in like 50 different industries like oh, yeah. i can't tell a guy who runs a single yacht that he needs to use it the same way that these companies with a hundred boats on the system use it. Like it literally doesn't, <laughs> it, it can't work that way. Right. And so it's nice to be able to go in, share it and be like, how would you use this? And on the basic stuff, yeah, if I'm gonna demo solo, like cool, got it. But once we get into these zones of management companies, then I, I need your backup of, hey, you're setting this stuff up for these guys. Like you know what it goes into it. Mm. Like Tyler, what actually is the solution here that we right. like need to explore and then we can kind of tag team it that way it is kind of like sales and sales engineer kind of mm -hmm. stuff in that which yeah. is nice it makes it fun it keeps the energy high yeah because you're not getting bored of just talking or enlist like you can direct your focus in one place and i can direct mine in the other and then yeah the energy stays there why do you like boats i just <laughs> love the water <laughs> do you yeah it's like the only place you can just shut off and salt water's good for the nose. That's true. If you Break. go in like the Atlantic Ocean, you yeah. just like swim in the ocean. Oh yeah. You feel like rejuvenated. I do miss that over here. We used to just go out in the summers, you just cruise along the beach, park literally wherever the water's clear, jump in, hang out, leave. It's well, like you grew cool. up in Jupiter, right? Yeah. Probably one of the best places. It's a cool place. When we went over there a couple weeks ago, I was like, "All right, I can see, I can see why people would like this." It's, it's, and we saw like two minutes of it. It's crazy because it's a what I call like a water town. Growing up, you knew everyone by the boat. It's like, oh, there's Johnny. Oh, there's Jake. It's like, how do you know who that is? Oh, he has sixteen dolphin. He has a thirty-two contender. Oh, how are you going to school today? Oh, it's a late start. I'm going to take the boat to the canal park and then walk to class. Really? Yeah. Just that's how we did it. I think my buddy from St. Pete said he did stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is kind of cool. It reminded me of – it did remind me of growing up on Long Island, but that wasn't as 
like boat heavy. Right. People well, have we have the boat. perfect weather every single day. And the water looks like a swimming pool. So Yeah. It was it was cool. It was a cool place. I can see how you could kinda like fall in love with being on the water. Everybody over there really goes on the water. Yeah, it's very normal. Yeah. Like that's what you do today. Oh, yeah. you're gonna go to the sandbar, hang out go wakeboarding, whatever. It wasn't until coming back here that I was even remotely interested in going <laughs> back on boats. Like my family's boated like forever. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, I don't care. I just, right? Yeah, <laughs> I would take it or leave it. And now I'm still kind of that way. But now that we get to talk to, I get more excited about helping people solve these <laughs> problems and that it's related to boats, then I am like, oh my God, I love boating. Right. Yeah. You also see all the headaches with a boat and you're like, that sounds miserable. Dude, the guys that we talk with, it's like the stuff they got to deal with is nuts. It's like, hey man, what'd you do today? Oh, I spent four hours doing maintenance. What are you doing tomorrow? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Six hours tomorrow. Does it ever stop? No, maybe two hours on Sunday. We'll relax and I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking like Adrian before these charter trips yeah. too. And he's like, yeah, we got to go out. I have everything ripped out. And it's going to take me two full weeks of working 12-hour days. Like, really? And then you go down in the engine room and you're like, all right, got it. Yeah, and then he throws in the, oh, yeah, and someone has to be awake for the next 12 hours to monitor these lithium batteries <laughs> charging. <laughs> Something we're not even going to use. <laughs> Man, what a wild industry, dude. Um, Speak. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of charters, a little fun fact of the day. So we were joking around about, oh, it's like 140 grand to charter that yacht out for a week, starting price, jump change, whatever. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn right before this. There's a Delta Marine for sale. I don't know how big it is, maybe like 160, starting at 245 a week. Holy shit. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Ty, did you know that? 245,000, yeah, not geez. dollars. To charter a boat. For a week. I looked up like small charters in Naples and even those were pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like Yeah, bill charge is like four grand. Yeah. For half day. I think the cheapest I saw wasn't even like it was more than one grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for like a day, I think. Yeah, sounds about right. Mm-hmm. It's wild. There's a there's a lot of money to be made, but then when you look at what goes into running that to make up that four thousand, <laughs> then on the flip side you're like I don't know. That's they're yeah. probably spending thirty eight hundred dollars to make that happen. The two forty five a week, that boat last year chartered. It's had like twelve weeks. It covered only fifty to eighty percent of the operational costs of the boat. So yes, your fifty million dollar investment is still going to lose you money. <laughs> it's not even an investment. It's just toy. It's amazing. I don't know. What would you do if you had if you had that kind of money? Would you ever buy one of those boats? No, because all it is is a house that moves. It's like great. It's cool. I can go travel the world, but it's not like you're enjoying boating for what. And this is my opinion. Yeah, like boating. Oh, I want to be outside. I want to be close to the water. Some people like to go fast. Some like to go slow in their pontoon boat. Well, the old school pontoon boats, at least. <laughs> That you like getting, you're like, oh, you know, I got a $4 million interior. I got an HVAC system better than my condo. <laughs> it's crazy. It's and, wild. Yeah. And the deck isn't even that big. Like, it's big, but you've walked around the side of them. And it's not like, you know, just opening up the door and laying down. You got to walk to the front and 
Well, when we were talking to that guy at Birth One, he was telling us about like these 300 foot boats mm -hmm. and how the crew comes in, there'll be like 13 people that yeah. work on those things. And even with a boat that size, which is like, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a, like a city building. Like yeah. it's like a small skyscraper turned over on its side. And he's like, even they said it gets small in those boats, living together, oh, doing yeah. all that stuff. Man, you would probably want to kill each other like yeah, after I mean, a week. It's like, here's your twin bed. It's probably like half the size of a twin bed shoved up against another one with someone above you. We'll do that. <laughs> Even the place we went to in Fort Lauderdale, the house was an investment house. So we, yeah. we went to go film <laughs> and we, we show up on the boat and we're like, oh, this is at somebody's house. Maybe they're renting it. And then we talked to the guy and he's like, yeah, well, you know, we split the property, we bought it, and then we have the dock space. And then the crew lives half <laughs> on the yacht, half on the in the house. And it's just a, it's kind of an amazing amount of money and wealth that goes into mm -hmm. these. And then you go to Fort Lauderdale and you see how many <laughs> boats of this size are there. Yeah, there was what, 10 in that canal? And that right. was a block? It, like a, <laughs> yeah, it was one block of that town had a canal. Yeah, probably about 10 of those same yeah. size boats. Probably $100 million in yachts. In, a, in that canal. Yeah. hundred At least. I'd say probably closer to like three hundred million dollars of yachts yeah it was uh it was wild it's, but that's for lauderdale it is and that was kind of a new thing getting into this industry it was like you're like yeah man there's a lot in fort lauderdale <laughs> i'm like yeah of course and then you go over there you drive over one bridge and you just kind of look down to the side and you're like there's like there's tons of sales to be made here <laughs> yeah when you first asked me i was like uh you know like there's a lot like in my head i'm like oh, there's a shit ton of boats out there and then like from a sales side, you're like, okay, how many can we actually sell it to? And I'm like, oh, fuck, there might, there might probably not that many boats. And then I'm like, what are you talking about? There's so many boats out there in our like size class. It's you crazy. go up to the Great Lakes, West Coast, and then, I mean, we're just talking to this guy in Mallorca. I hope I said that right, off the coast of Spain. And he alone has 10 boats. And you look on Google Maps, it's every marina has a few hundred. It's crazy. Yeah, and but there's so, like, there's so much of the industry that's just – People aren't taking care of these things. Oh, no. They sit on dry docks for years at a time when we see them in Fort Lauderdale. Or they're sitting in the water for yeah. that time and people aren't really taking care of them. It's kind of amazing that more don't sink or all this <laughs> kind of stuff. Just what you learn goes into like cleaning these sea strainers, mm -hmm. making sure that like just basic stuff in the mechanical side is functioning. Yeah. It's all reactive too. Which uh -huh. Is the problem because then it sits because you're waiting six weeks for your Turkish part to come in, and that's probably wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, and then yeah, the ones that do die, it's like oh, the man another manufacturer pops up. Here's ten more boats this year. Oh, there's another ten. It literally does not stop. Yeah. So I see. I see. We got a lot of opportunities here. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm pumped. What time is it? All right. Let's get you out of here. Let's Very wrap good. This bitch up. Appreciate you letting me sit in on this one. <laughs> Thanks for filling in. We'll talk about something cool next time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone.